Good morning, Carter. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, <laughs> Carrie. How are you? Good afternoon. I'm good. We're going to do a short and sweet coffee today, guys, because Carrie has to go to work and we're recording pretty late. And, and I have to go get my is... hair cut. I got to get my hair cut. It's been a long time. Really? Yeah. It doesn't look long. It's super long. I feel gross. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, today is Tuesday, February 4th. And we welcome you to Daily Kafefi on Unsafe Space. You can follow us at unsafespace.com. We have links to Twitter, uh, YouTube, BitChute, Facebook, everything. If you want to support us financially, you can go to Subscribestar and look for Unsafe Space. And if you would like to buy some merchandise, you can go to unsafespace.com and click on the shop. Um, yeah, awesome. Cool. Um, by the way, you're watching the Daily Kofefi, which is a thing we do every day on Unsafe Space. I noticed from some comments, I was pouring through comments just because I don't always pay attention to YouTube comments, but I want to kind of be up to speed and what's been going on. So I was looking at comments for the past couple months. And uh, I think it's not clear to people who are new that Daily Kofefi is kind of like a conversation that we have. It's more casual. Sometimes we talk about, we often talk about subjects that are, that we think are interesting and important, but Daily Kofefi is not where you're going to get like the succinct, heavily edited, just straight to the facts stuff. It's a, it's a conversation. We do have other shows sometimes where we do more editing and we hope to have more of those where there's like something that's just about a particular topic. There's not a lot of talking about other stuff at the beginning or meandering, but that's not what the Daily Kofefi is. The Daily Kofefi is literally Karen and I just having a daily conversation about whatever we want. Yes, we have deprogrammed, which is more about a, a deeper exploration into my old ideology, which I most often call SJW ideology. And then we occasionally do long form interviews with people about other interesting topics. So yep. um, you'll find those on the channel too. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about, so we, we are a culture podcast. Again, if you're new, um, we can think of ourselves as a culture podcast anyway, but we occasionally do talk about politics necessarily because politics is downstream from culture of the famous Andrew Breitbart quote. Um, and Carter mentioned to me that uh, he's like, I know we don't like to talk about politics, but <laughs> I guess we should talk about the Iowa caucus. And I've been so out of Sunday and Monday is like my weekend. So I've been so out of the loop. I'm like the Iowa caucus. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, it's hard. For, I got, look, to be honest with everyone here, it is hard for me to get excited about politics. It's really hard. Um, but I do think there's something relevant here, and I uh, and I think it's good news. And since I'm the show's curmudgeon who's always pessimistic about everything, uh, I want to share good news. And the good news is, and this is not political good news. This is cultural good news. The good news is, oh. uh, hey, more and more people on the left are waking up to the fact that the DNC is just uh, the political arm of the mainstream media, the, like the corporate press and the, the big, the cathedral, Kerry calls it the blue cathedral, but the, the kind of deep state cathedral, academia, corporate press, and kind of bureaucracy, bureaucratic uh, institutions, the DNC is just their lapdog. The DNC is not like this cool grassroots power to the people thing. It's just the lapdog of these horrible people who want to maintain power. That's all it is. And a lot of Bernie supporters were awakened to that in the last election when Hillary basically stole the DNC primary from Bernie. I was Bernie. one of those. 
Yeah, I was right? one of those. I'll interject. So I used to think the DNC was this cool grassroots thing that you're talking about. I was a Howard Dean voter. I loved Howard Dean. I was so sad when he dropped out of the race that he was in. And then he went on to um, – he was in charge of the DNC for a while, right? Um, I, sure. I think. But anyway, I, I – <laughs> I, but, but yeah, I was I, – I woke to a lot of things in 2016. And one of those things was uh, as a Bernie voter, yeah, finding out that they were just – DNC was in the bag for Clinton and rigging it against Bernie was very disappointing. Yeah, and to me as an outsider – not a Republican or Democrat, the outside, the outsider perspective to me, it was, I was really fascinated how the DNC was also just kind of unapologetic about it. Like, yeah, we don't have to be follow a democratic process. So yeah, like that was kind of their attitude. And still a lot of people were like, well, the Democrats, I'm a Democrat. Um, although obviously there was the walkaway movement and other stuff, but anyway, Look, I would say the main outsiders, Carrie, you can maybe interject if you think I'm missing someone or I'm wrong about this. Uh, let me just let me just interrupt to cur- to make sure we get this correct because I didn't want to uh-huh. be just saying things out of school. Yes, Howard Dean became the chair of the DNC from 2005 to 2009. Oh, but okay. anyway, okay, okay, go ahead. Well, uh, I think the main outsiders right now, the the people who are not kind of part of not a potential establishment candidate, we'll say, are Yang, Tulsi. And um, Bernie. Bernie's kind of, even though he's a senator, the DNC clearly hasn't liked him. He's not part of the, I I think the Democrats don't want to run someone who's an avowed socialist because I don't think they think that's good for party optics. So, um, and Bloomberg, Bloomberg's Bloomberg is an outsider. Oh, is he? I don't know. I think he is. Okay. Well, so Kerry would add Bloomberg to that list. I I don't think I would, but okay. Um, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's not Buttigieg and Biden and Warren and those those people. Um, those are all insiders. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so what do you have? Well, we have. Yesterday was uh, the Iowa caucus, and Kerry they they decided to. Man, okay, I'm on backup. I'm not a luddite. I had a career in technology. I was a cryptographer of very deep tech stuff, very deep tech. Uh, I love technology. But there's this like weird excitement about applying technology to things just for the hell of it. And I think that's what they did. Uh, They're like, we're going to use an app to help with the the Iowa caucuses, which, uh, you know, if you've ever been to a polling station, like the volunteers are 90 years old. And like, I don't know that giving them an app would be the best way to make things run smoothly. Anyway, for a bunch of reasons, there was app problems and counting problems. And the Iowa caucus, which happened already, the official results have still not been released. They they kind of said, well, there's a problem with the, the, count, the counting, the different accounts don't match up. And so we have to go back and look and blah, blah, blah. And so basically it was one big debacle. Trump is mocking them on Twitter that they can't even run the Iowa caucus anymore. Uh, they're so incompetent, blah, blah, blah. And I, you know, and I think the mainstream narrative here is that this is incompetence, and that that may very well be true. It may may be incompetence, but I think the people who are part of the outsiders are wondering if this is maybe intentional incompetence in some way because the the candidate that the DNC probably most wants, or I would say that kind of biggest insider is Biden. And I don't think he did well 
in Iowa. And it looks like Bernie Sanders might have actually taken Iowa. We're not sure. Wow. Yeah, of course. Right? So what do they have to do? They've got to steal uh, Bernie's um, moment in the spotlight. They've got to delay the results until the State of the Union is going on, which everyone's going to be paying attention to. So we'll find out, you know, sometime later while Trump is giving a speech or whatever. And um, basically undermine the momentum that you could build if you were able to normally announce your Iowa caucus results and move on. Uh, They've stolen that from whoever the winner is. And, you know, if the winner turns out to be Biden, then I'm totally wrong about this. But if the winner turns out to be someone like Bernie Sanders, then it's pretty clear that whether or not this was a mistake, it favors the insiders more than the outsiders again. And uh, and actually, let me make wa- a prediction. Go ahead. And I haven't been following, so my prediction is based on just my gut and not on the, what the media is saying or anything. Because I didn't even. Carter said Iowa caucus, and I said what happened. Hey, by the way, your <laughs> so, gut, the guts worked for George Bush for going to war. So go with your gut, Carrie. Let's see what is it. What does that mean? You don't, don't remember he? Uh, there was a famous thing I think in one of the Iraq wars. He was like, his argument for something was his gut tells him to do it. I was like, all right, that's that's good. Anyway, okay, what's well, your gut anyway, on that? Anyway, I don't like George Bush, so I don't like that analogy. But that's why uh, I hate the analogy. Okay. <laughs> my gut tells me that Bernie took it. Of course. Yeah. My so, Carrie, I love your gut because not only is I, I do think your gut's <laughs> correct, and that was my gut feeling as well. But this, we're filming that. Like by the time this comes out, maybe we'll know. But while we're filming this, um, I'm. <laughs> Carrie, I'm going to I'm going to refer to someone that we never I never thought we would look to for information. Sean King. Uh, oh, gosh. Well, but but <laughs> he's the one that tweeted this out. And he it's a video of uh, Bernie's campaign saying this. So it's not Sean making this up. Uh, it could be Bernie's campaign making it up. But as of right now, with 60 percent of the results, it looks like Bernie did indeed win. Bernie, twenty nine point four. Pete Buttigieg. 24.87, Elizabeth Warren, 20.65, Joe Biden, 12.92. So fourth place, less than half of Bernie's votes. Um, and Amy, Amy Klobuchar, 11.18. Now, I don't, we don't know if that's true, obviously, but this is like kind of the latest as of the taping of this show that that's what we've that's what we've got to go on. So, yeah, Carrie. It's maybe a good thing that, vote. like we've talked about before, that we follow lots of horrible people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I do. I follow a lot. There you go. There's Sean King. We've talked about this before. You should really, uh, we don't understand SJWs who only follow people who agree with them. How do you, you, you're cutting yourself off from other information. If we, if we didn't follow SJWs, we wouldn't know those results from, Carter wouldn't know that Sean King had shared that. You have to follow people you don't like. Anyway, that's just yeah. an aside. Well, um, I should follow some black people though now because Sean King ruins my ratio. There's too many white people I follow. Um, oh, that's a joke. That's a joke, huh? I know. It was a bad joke, but I don't care. It's a bad joke. Are you trying to say he's white? Yeah. Okay. He is white. I mean, I think. I know. He, I know. I think he is too, but. Okay. Um, um, okay. So that's, that's, what's, that's what was going on, Carrie. And uh, that's so kind of the. So when's the State of the Union? Tonight? Yeah, I think it is. The other thing, by the way, this is the other, um, the other reason that I think uh, we can be suspicious of um, the what's going on in Iowa. Watch this clip from CNN. Uh, no, maybe I don't have the clip. I just have I just have the quote. Never mind. I won't make you watch the clip. But CNN was reporting that the Biden campaign is reportedly mulling 
seeking a court injunction to halt the this afternoon's partial release of Iowa results. Now, I think that was an injunction to halt what we just saw. So I don't think they did it or got it, but they were thinking about actually preventing the partial results out because they didn't want anyone to know that Biden wasn't doing well. Um, but of course I don't know. Biden's not doing well. Um, I, t- well, I so okay. want Biden to get the nomination, but I don't know. Why? Why? I mean, do you not want like corn pop to go against Trump? I think that would be awesome. No? No, I would like somebody who I like to win the nomination like Tulsi. I don't even like Tulsi enough. There's no one, and she's not going to win anything. So that's why I'm asking you. you. I asked you, why do you want Biden to win? And you turned oh, it back to me. Oh, because I want Trump to win. Don't... Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then thank you for answering. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I wasn't clear. Uh, yeah, I want Trump to win. Uh, I don't okay. like any of the Democratic candidates. I don't even like Tulsi. Uh, although I do recognize that she's better than a bunch, and she's one of the outsiders. Tulsi and Yang and Ann Bernie are, are kind of outsiders here. Um, but I don't know if you know this, Carrie. Uh, you can predict... What might, so let's imagine that you're a social justice educated, whoops, let's imagine that you're a social justice indoctrinated uh, pundit on, what is this, MSNBC. What might you say about the Iowa caucus in general? Um, Okay, without knowing anything about this or or who you're talking about, I'm just going to say, what might I say about the Iowa caucus? That it's part of a white supremacist patriarchal structure that privileges certain groups over others and marginalizes people and is systemically oppressive. Ding, 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 ding. I wish I had a little bell. I need a little bell. This game is really fun to like ask you questions about stuff you know nothing about, but just tell you that it's intersectionality and you get that you get it right. It's it's pretty awesome. Is that right? Yeah, of course. Wait, so let's watch this clip. This is a fun one. Uh, Here we go. <laughs> oh, I know this woman. I know this woman. She's awful. Here we go. <laughs> the the Iowa caucus is essentially the perfect example of systemic racism. Ninety one percent of the voters in Iowa are white. The reason why you see a drop in turnout, I'm just speculating here. It could be perhaps that white children are not in the cages. So when you're talking about the tangible pain that black and brown people are feeling, they feel a sense of urgency because their kids are being put in cages. There you what? go, Carrie. She hit she hit kids in cages and white supremacy all at once. I think she wins the intersectional award for I don't know what is what awards do they give participation? <laughs> yeah, that's that. She's ridiculous. They let the most ridiculous people go in the air. But then that's how this stuff spreads, and that's how my old ideology spreads in the mainstream. You get people like this who are preaching it, and the media thinks it's perfectly acceptable to bring it on. It's like it it's um it starts in academia it percolates in the media and then you get soccer woke soccer moms preaching it on facebook and you're like uh. um yeah okay so so this is our political so i looked it up the state of the union is tonight i had to look that up because i don't want to we can't be woefully ignorant on everything no no i knew that was tonight Yeah. yeah okay so it is tonight and um uh i'm gonna try and watch that i'm gonna be at work but i'm gonna try and watch it yeah, see sure, what happens i'm sure it will be i uh, think I, I think trump's stuff okay so I, speaking as someone who did not vote for him and people who follow the show have been watching for a while know this but i've been a lifelong democrat up until um the midterms the 2018 was the first time i voted for a republican 
here in my state. Um, but uh, I did not vote for him. I cried when he won. Uh, I went from being the one of the people who thought, you know, the sky was going to fall to now being a person who kind of, when he does speeches and stuff, I kind of, once in a while, I like watching them because it's like watching WrestleMania. Like, I almost want to get a big foam finger and just and popcorn because yeah. it's like entertainment. And the thing is, the thing that I like about that is that uh, it's all entertainment. It's all a show. All of the po- political elite, they're putting on a show. Don't think that Obama wasn't. I know now that he was. I couldn't see it back then, but I know now it's all it's all smoke and mirrors, all of it. What I like about Trump is that he's so over the top smoke and mirrors and entertaining that you he 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 makes it the circus that it is. He brings it to light. He pulls the circus out of the shadows. It's like, you guys, this is not for this is all hilarious. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, that's that's what I like about him too. And and it's uh, look, I don't think he's like he's not. I don't think he's not, he's not eloquent, right? But like, no. <laughs> I feel like up until Trump, all the politicians tried to, um, they tried to paint their rhetoric with a patina of intellectualism and and earnestness and seriousness. And Trump just like wiped that patina off. And he's like, I'm going to use uh, fewer syllables and uh, it's going to be like WrestleMania. This is entertainment and that's what I'm doing. And, uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. And that's what, and it's almost, maybe he's successful because he recognizes that's what it really is. Do you know what I mean? He's like, this is WrestleMania and I'm going to participate like it is. I'm not going to handicap myself by pretending that it's not. I'm just going to go in there swinging. There are certain politicians that I believe are more earnest than others. You and I probably disagree on, I don't know if we do or not, but like, for example, I still like Bernie. I'm not going to vote for him this time, but I still like Bernie. I do believe he's earnest. I like his him as a I would say I like him as a person. What I think I know of his character without actually knowing him in real life, I think I would like him as a person. Um and so some of them I believe are more earnest than others, but definitely definitely the the entire process is a is a, is a show. And it's all it's all an illusion in some ways and that's that's what's entertaining about him is he's just sort of like, yeah, we're here in the circus and I'm at least admitting that's what it is. And let's get the show started, you know. <laughs> yeah. I think this is one of the things that a lot of people on the left don't understand when they say things like, um, you know, Trump is making a mockery of the presidency. And they, they think that that people like me are going to react to that. I'm like, oh, no, a mockery of the presidency. But a lot of us react to that and go like, Yes, the presidency is a mockery. Please make a mockery of it. That's what needs to happen. We need to stop worshiping politicians. So good. It has the opposite effect when they say things like that. That's, I mean, that's unfortunate. You would think, you would hope that the office of, that the title itself, that the, uh, would hold some type of, would inspire some type of respect and positive um huh. feelings but it do- but it doesn't anymore it doesn't it has i, I don't think it yet. should oh okay right that that's well, why I like that like i don't think it should and i think one of the problems with uh i think you have a problem in a society that idolizes politicians and like makes them look oh it's the, he's the president he must be 
know, he deserves extra respect and blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't think we should respect the president that much. He's just some dude that got elected. And it doesn't mean he's smarter than everyone else. It doesn't mean that he knows what he's doing. Um, we based our entire system of government is is based on the presumption that we don't trust. We shouldn't trust our government. We shouldn't trust our politicians. And one way to not trust them is to not respect them. Um, if you have too much respect for them, you start viewing them as like your your leaders that are supposed to, you know, lead you through the wilderness for 40 years and bring you to the promised land. Like that's not who they are. They're just people that we elected. We don't we don't need leaders. We need to be mostly left alone. We should view our politicians with a hell of a lot of healthy skepticism. And I think one way to do that is to think that they're basically, their positions are kind of a joke in the first place. Um, so I'm fine with it. You probably have a different I can, I can. No, I don't know. I can see that. I don't right. know. A, uh, you make a good point. I'm going to someday, I'm going to convince you to be as cynical as I am about all this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm pretty cynical in terms of, I mean, I think all this stuff's really funny now. And I've had um, a friend point that out to me who, I guess it was the first time he had, he had thought of it in that way, you know, when I'm watching one of the debates and me saying like, let's watch this real quick. If it's not funny, we'll change it. And he's like, that's so weird. I'm like, no, it's, that's the way it is. It is funny. It should be funny. It's not real. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like like the impeachment circus. That's not. It's all crap. It's all bullshit. I'm Have you watched sorry, any of that? No, of course not. It's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> and and that that is the kind of circus that also proves it's probably not going to be as entertaining as it could be. I mean, if I'm going to watch the circus, I'm going to watch the entertaining one. So I'm going to watch the Trump speech. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and like perhaps the meltdown on like the, CNN and NBC afterwards. I don't know. Right, or the debate, or the Democratic debates, because those are also quite funny. Yeah, those can um, be good. Those can be good. They can be very, they can be very funny. Yeah. So, um, okay. So I know we're doing short and sweet kafefi today. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to touch on before we go? You guys, we we um, we do long for, longer form ones some days, short ones some days. Today today has to be a short one. But thank you for tuning yeah. in. No, I don't have anything in particular. Although I do have a request to make to people. Um, I would like to, I, there's a lot of bigger topics. I don't even know if they're really appropriate for Kofefi or interviews that we have with people or whatever, but there's other topics that I'm interested in. And I don't know if our audience is interested in them. And this, what got me to thinking was we did this Bitcoin show recently and someone was writing me about other Bitcoin stuff that we could do and kind of describing some stuff. And, and my response was like, well, I don't know if our audience is actually interested in that in the first place. I don't want to give you guys stuff you're not interested, but I have a short list of like stuff that I'm interested in. And I kind of just want people in the comments to tell me if you're interested in this or not. Uh, like there's shows about like people have asked some stuff about philosophy, like reading lists and basic philosophy stuff. We could do that. I'm, I'm actually interested in nutrition and um, sustainability and car like the carnivore versus vegan kind of arguments. There's been a lot of people pushing us to not eat meat and there's like an anti-meat agenda happening. Um, I'm interested in that. Climate change is something we don't talk about. I would talk about genetics and IQ and why that matters is interesting to me. Um, also, there's a, like studies about the fact that it could be genetic memory, like kind of interesting science stuff that I think I, I could talk about um, or interview someone about. Uh, importance of reason and logic, like epistemologically, that's maybe a philosophy thing. So I don't know if I'd like to know if any of these kind of top Bitcoin, we could do more Bitcoin stuff. Um, 
I kind of want to know from our audience what they want to hear because hear about because um, I don't really know. I don't know what you guys. I know you like when we bitch about social justice stuff, and it is fun, but. There's other stuff, and I don't want to go talk about it if you don't care about it. But if you do, we can go find people to interview. I think this is weird what you're doing because who cares? Talk about what you're interested in, and if the people who are interested in will watch it, and the people who aren't won't. Like, I think that's really? weird. But I didn't know you were going to do a list, so I just jotted down a quick one. I would like to talk about Dolly Parton, the final season of Lost, the existence of God, past lives, and monkeys. Your list is so much better than mine. <laughs> I'm shamed. My list is shameful. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> I don't, so I if I if you make... think I should just talk about what I want, Carrie, maybe I'll just start doing that. I I, I recognize you though should. that we do have an audience, and I kind of want to know yeah. what they want. But okay. That's true. No, we should get input once in a while. But yeah, seriously, let's talk about whatever you want, especially since we're doing other content outside of Deli Cafefi once in a while. It's like, why not make those things about things that you're interested in? Um, anyway, right. <laughs> I just wanted to give you a good laugh. <laughs> so who Tuesday. wants to talk about monkeys? Let us know in the comments below. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <sighs> I have a lot to say about monkeys, believe it or not. I have a primatology certificate from Duke University. <laughs> Well, uh, I think we should interview you on a show. We should interview all about monkeys. Uh, okay. This has been a fun, silly, somewhat frivolous day, although we did talk about the caucus. Hey, I said so, I liked occasional frivolity, so this is occasional. It's okay. True. Hmm. True. It's occasional. Uh, yesterday, I just want to tell you guys, I'm about to post yesterday's episode up on Instagram. I didn't get it up yet. Carter sent me a photo last night, and he said... Do you, what did you say? Do you want to see a creepy picture or something like that? And I'm like, oh, and the picture didn't load at first. So I didn't, I hit, I hit load on the photo and it was the picture that he used for yesterday's episode about Bernie and the article that we read about how 10 ways Bernie will make your sex life better. And he picked this really, he made this really awful Photoshop and I wasn't prepared for it. And I opened it and was like, ah! yeah, it was pretty anyway. good. Right. It's like, want to see something creepy? It's yeah. like asking someone, like, hey, smell this. No. <laughs> yeah. It was exactly like, and actually, Carrie, your response, I have it here because I have signal pulled up right here. I, I said, <laughs> I did say, want to be creeped out, and I sent you the picture. And your response was, you had, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six separate responses all unanswered <laughs> immediately in succession about this. Oh, no. LOL. Wait, actually, it was, oh, no. LOL. LOL. No. No. In capital letters. I wasn't prepared. And then finally a laughing emoji. So. Uh, <laughs> it was a bad. It was, it was a rough picture. It did make me. It made me laugh for a long time. Thank you. Wait, are you, are you body I? shaming? I just want to be clear. No. <laughs> no, I'm not body shaming because that wasn't even his body. I don't know where you got that body from, but it was funny. <laughs> oh, Bernie Sanders. All right. On that note, have a great day, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and go to subscribe start to support us. Or you can just go to unsafespace.com slash donate and support the show and you'll get better content. We'll show up on time. Our tech will work. 
Uh, and maybe we'll even have some editing happening sometimes. So there you go. Anything else, Carrie? That's all. Have a nice day, guys. Thanks for tuning in. If you like it, please hit share and hit like and, um, and share it with someone if you want to and subscribe. Thank you.